Hi, this is Bernie Dake. And I'm Sarah Nelson. Welcome to the Salvation Army's Wonderful Words of Life. Bernie, do you know what today is? I don't, Sarah. It's, it's a special day. Really? My firstborn, my daughter Hannah. Oh, I don't even know if I can say Hannah, this. Hannah Hannah? She is 20 years old Get out. today. So could we sing happy birthday? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Hannah. Excuse me. <laughs> happy birthday to you. That's going to sound awesome, I'm sure. Happy birthday, cut. Hannah. You're 20 years old today. I just want you to know that I love you and I am so proud of you. And I just want free tickets when you're performing on Broadway. Yeah, good, good. That's, that's smart. All right. So in our series on parenting today, Terry and Donna discuss what it's like parenting adult children. And the thing this really made me focus on is the way, as parents, we're preparing our kids for the real world. According to a study from CNBC, the percentage of 18 to 34-year-olds living with their parents has been declining in recent years. This means that the parents out there could become empty nesters sooner than they thought. So again, what conversations should parents be having with their kids to prepare them for that move? That uh, percentage kind of surprised me a little bit. I, I was thinking that uh, young people uh, tended to stay longer with mm. their parents rather than, than move out. I don't know. What did you do, Bernie? I mean, the minute I had a chance to run, I did. I, I moved in with a family who were, were discipling me as a young Christian guy. Mm. They gave me part-time work. I enrolled in school, and I l- kind of learned life on my own. I don't think they necessarily kicked me out, mm-hmm. but we have a mutual friend here at WWOL who told us that his parents, after he came home from his freshman year uh, of high, of college, said, uh, "Hey, you you can't stay here. You gotta you gotta go." <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and, and the thing is, if he had stayed with his parents, he says he would have been able to save more money. But uh, he would have spent it all on the wrong things. Right. So, so kind of counterproductive. Yeah. So it was a good thing for him. I, they knew what was best for him in yeah. that regard. And I think for me, while my parents weren't chasing me away, um, uh, they had prepared me for life in a sense. And so I, once you were out, I was out. you were out. Yeah. No now, looking back. My story is just a little different. And I shared some weeks ago that I, I have a divorce in my past. So yeah. I did leave home at a young age, probably 19 years old. But uh, when my marriage crumbled, I, you know, I turned to the place where I felt yeah. would be the most nurturing and supportive. I went back home and even for a time was there with, with my daughter. Now, yeah. we didn't stay there very long, but I did go home at least one more time before I com- fully launched <laughs> yeah. into the world. But you know, I'm I'm grateful that they were ready to receive me with open arms when that when that happened. So, of course. well, as always, I hope that this study is an extra blessing to the parents and the parents to be out there. Oh,
when I'm weary, when I fear, when I'm lonely, may the significantly change as parents once our children become adults. I used to be somewhat comical in saying that my parents never really thought of me beyond about 14 years of age. And even when I was in college and early adulthood, I always believed they were still approaching me and treating me as though I was 14. And then I began to have adult children And I think I had progressed to where I treat them where they're about 15. But the reality is it is a difficult transition 
to give up those things that you think of in terms of a caregiver and a guardian and still have the strong parental influence into your adult children and their lives and what eventually becomes their own families. It's very important to maintain close family relationships, even as the family expands and there become extended family members and new family members. Kind of goes back to the blended family where I believe my children's in-laws are now my family. We have to keep them close and uh, care about everyone, and but we have to be sensitive to their family's lifestyles and the way they have raised their children and the, the things that the adult children want to do in their family and sharing them and the grandchildren with the in-laws. And so as you get to these experiences and you see your desire to be inclusive and to welcome those in, it doesn't mean that you're compromising your values. It doesn't mean that suddenly because your children are expressing something different as adults that they no longer value their upbringing, but they are becoming their own people. They're adapting to their own culture and to their own needs. And so those type things should be compliments to the work that you've done as a parent rather than viewing them as a compromise. There are many things in, that you can do to create family unity and start new traditions so that everyone is included. I think today with social media, it's a lot easier to do that. To see these family units become expansive and bringing people and loved ones in that now share in what we're doing. As well, we realize if we've done this correctly, then we're still going to carry strong influence into our children's lives. As we've been uh, parents, how many times have we looked back to our parents for some advice, some counsel, some encouragement? And it's a wonderful position to be in where you can provide that support to your adult children. It's a wonderful opportunity to expand the family and look at new things and enjoy new adventures together that you would never have thought of before. As we stay close to our children and when they become adults and start their own families, we learn that the things that are important to them now become important to us. And that's the way you really maintain the close family, is you're not arbitrary in your interest and expecting them to conform, but through your love for them, you're still prevalent in their lives and you're still of influence and you still have that family intimacy based on all of those things because you love them. When you can remain close to your children and be there without being demanding that they do things your way, when they struggle or have a situation where they need some advice, they'll know you're there to turn to you. Inevitably, they're going to face the same challenges as parents that we faced with them. And if we have that relationship, there's every bit the possibility that you can provide encouragement and support and empathy in those moments and encouragement that uh, you too will be a successful parent. You know, as I look at it, when we were growing up, I always viewed the strongest influence in my life to be my parents. But now as we've kind of come through this and we're to the point where we have adult children, I'm beginning to realize when it's all said and done, it'll probably be our children who have the strongest influence on us. There's always this transitioning of roles where we were once children 
and we became parents. And now we transition into this time where we will one day not only see them as parents, but also support and caregivers to us. Parenting adult children takes on a different role and different expressions, but you're still very much a parent carrying on with your influence in their lives. It's a very exciting time and, a, and can prove to be a wonderful relationship amongst adults, even though they're still our children. We thank you for being with us for this episode. It has been an incredible series on parenting and we thank you for joining and supporting. We have one episode left and we pray you'll join us for that as we close out this time together in our series on parenting. Again, we thank you and may God bless you. The Salvation Army's mission, Doing the Most Good, means helping people with material and spiritual needs. You become a part of this mission every time you give to the Salvation Army. Visit SalvationArmyUSA.org to offer your support. And we would love to hear from you. Email us at radio at uss.salvationarmy.org. Call 1-800-229-9965 or write us at P.O. Box 29972, Atlanta, Georgia, 30359. When you contact us, we'll send you our gift for this series. It's totally free for listeners like you, one per household, while supplies last. You can also subscribe to our show on iTunes or your favorite podcast store and be sure to give us a rating. Just search for Wonderful Words of Life. Follow us on social media for the latest episodes, extended interviews, and more. And if you don't have a church home, we invite you to visit your local Salvation Army Worship Center. They'll be glad to see you. This is Bernie Dake inviting you to join us next time for the Salvation Army's Wonderful Words of Life.